When wine is on trial, the gossip is dishy. The judges are drunk. The verdicts are random. So random. This is True Crimes Against Wine. Yeah, so they started touring really bigly. Are you okay? No. Did you just have a stroke? Maybe. Hey there, welcome to another episode of True Crimes Against Wine. I'm Judge Rachel. And I'm Judge Topher. Judge Rachel is presiding also as our court reporter today. Oh. Navigating us through all of the sort of details of this case. Okay. And Judge Topher is our prosecutor presenting the evidence Mm -hmm. of our wine. Yes. Also getting drunk because this is very (laughs) accurate to a true courtroom experience. Yeah, like real life. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We've all been to traffic court. Yes. (laughs) No, I just pay my fines. I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> Before we get into today's wine, mm-hmm. there is some beef that needs to be addressed. <gasps> so I know that this is technically going to come out after Christmas. However, mm-hmm. I feel like January okay. and February are so like you can still like watch your favorite Christmas movies. Sure. Okay. I'm going to give people permission to do that. So you sent me mm-hmm. a TikTok the other day. Yep. That was very, very critical of one of my favorite movies. Yeah. And I need you to atone for that. I need I need a public apology for what you said about the holiday. Um, so I sent over a TikTok that was poking gentle fun mm. at the film The Holiday. It was scathing criticism. <laughs> My favorite line from that TikTok was the TikToker as Kate Winslet's character talking about Cameron Diaz's character saying She's a different kind of blonde, so she's skinnier. Yes. It was actually really funny. It was really funny TikTok, so I stand behind it. No apology. (laughs) Well, now that we've gotten that out of the way, we're going to go straight into our wine today. So we are doing a Northern Coast, California Cabernet Sauvignon. Mm -hmm. And I'm very excited to try this. Me too. So let me open this baby up. Okay. Trevor well, is fancy because he actually takes off his foil before. Instead of like. <laughs> putting the corkscrew into the cork. Well, I don't want any pieces of foil getting into my wine okay, and cutting pants. my throat. <laughs> uh, we are going to talk a little bit about Cabernet Sauvignon, but I oh. know that you're very impatient to taste. So yes. first we're going to get into. I would say I'm curious, not impatient. Oh no, the cork <gasps> is breaking. Topher. That's a first. I know. Well, it's a very soft cork, which I'm sure. No, feel it. Blame it on the cork. It feels like a standard cork to me. Fact checker can check it. You're like right off the bat hypercritical. Yeah. Fact checker says it's pretty standard. All right. And I'm a consummate professional, so I saved that. Thank y'all. Ooh, love that sound. I love that sound. It means good things are coming my way. Mm-hmm. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, smell. Mmm. Smells rich. It does smell rich. It smells rich and dark. Mm-hmm. Are you getting any specific aromas? Maybe it's just because it's rainy outside, so I'm thinking like wet earth. Okay. But I could be biased because it is rainy. <laughs> <laughs> I actually am getting kind of a terroir forward. Okay. Look at me. Also, like really dark fruits, like black currants. Mmm. Oops. almost spilled it on myself. <laughs> I haven't even had a sip yet. <laughs> Let's go ahead and taste. Okay. Ooh, that's lighter than I was expecting. Mm. Oh, that's really good, but it finishes rich mm-hmm. on the palate. Mm-hmm. Definitely still getting a lot of that super dark fruit. Like yeah. elderberry, maybe? Yeah, I can okay. see elderberry and juicy mm. black plum. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for it's sure. It's kind of Christmassy. It is. I don't know if it's the plum. Like, I just associate that. With the sugar plums? Yeah. Okay. It's a nice wintry wine because it does have that yeah, richness agreed. to it. Mm-hmm. It's actually a really great wine for today when it's raining and cold. Yeah, but it doesn't have a heaviness to mm-hmm. it. No. This could be a... A great food wine, mm-hmm. but it doesn't need food. It could also be a standalone wine if you just want to enjoy it mm-hmm. by a fire 
you know? Yeah. So have a glass while we talk about it. Yeah. What is it? So this is, like I said, this is Cabernet Sauvignon. Okay. Going to do a little quick cross-examination oh, for you. I, you know I'm going to fail it. Which country? France. Is Cabernet Sauvignon native to? France. A, France. France. B, Italy. Oh. C, Spain. Or D, Germany. I'm going to stick with France. Am I wrong? You are wrong. <laughs> do you want to try again? Um. Oh, let's say Spain. Why not? Nope. Italy. Nope. Germany. Nope. Trick question. <gasps> you. It is not native to anywhere because it's a hybrid grape. It was hybridized. Fine. But it does originate. The hybrid does originate from France. Okay, so I am so going to let you have a celebratory it. sip. Be Thank careful you. you're sloshing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So it is hybridized. And we didn't actually know that until 1996 when we oh, did like, the DNA testing. So, yes. Celine Dion, she sang the, at the opening ceremonies in Atlanta. About Cabernet Sauvignon. And then she went, what to, a weird choice. And then she went to the labs at the CDC and was oh. like, DNA test this because I have a theory. And it turned out she was right. Well, good for you, Celine. Who yeah. knew? They did DNA testing on mm-hmm. it in the 90s and found out that it is a hybrid between Sauvignon Blanc and mm-hmm. Cabernet Franc. Hence Cabernet Sauvignon. Oh, well, that makes sense. Um, yeah, and it and it does have kind of some tasting notes from each grape as well. Mm-hmm. But that happened during like the late 1600s, the early 1700s. And what mm-hmm. I find really weird about that mm-hmm. is that this was a time when people were documenting things really heavily. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of contemporary documentation happening during mm-hmm. this time period. Why is there no documentation of creating this hybrid grape from these two really popular grapes that then turned yeah. into an extremely popular grape variety. Do you variety. think whoever did it like messed up and was like, I better not write those down. I, I thought about that. let it go. And then I was like, maybe it was supposed to be like a prank that yeah. turned out like it, you know. It worked? Yeah. <laughs> they're like, Ugh. I don't know. I have so many questions about it that I guess I'll never know unless like we find some sort of like. Time travel. Yes. Let's go back to Renaissance France. Mm-hmm. Both of us will fare very well sure. during that time period. No problems. <laughs> no problems good. whatsoever. Nope. I mean, I guess we'll do better in France than we would Spain. Probably so. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, okay. yeah. Now, at this point, Cabernet Sauvignon is the most widely planted grape variety of them all. Oh. Um, it is literally all over the world, including hmm. China. We should try um, something from Asia. I don't think we've ever had any Asian not, yeah. wine or liquor. I've had Asian liquors before, mm-hmm. and I have had a, what was it? I believe it was a Chenin Blanc from India Ooh. that was really fun and interesting. And we had it with Indian food, of course, because, yeah, yeah but it went really well. Yeah, we should try an yeah, Asian wine so at some point. if any of you have access to these, send it to us. We'll yeah. be happy to try them. I'll have to look into how difficult it is to get them. Source, yeah, yeah, that's the only thing is like sourcing it may be tough. Mm-hmm. Different countries, especially if they, I, I hate to say this, but if they're not English speaking countries, mm-hmm. it can be really difficult to ship to America mm-hmm. um, just because of their like liquor laws and things like yeah. that, you know? But I'm sure we could find something. We'll find something at some yeah. point. We're friends with a lot of reps, so I'm sure we can find something. You're friends with a lot of reps. <laughs> Thank you for including me in that, though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, this is. A beautiful Cabernet Sauvignon. Mm. And would you like to talk a little bit about... Yes, let's look at the label and the name on it. Okay. Would you like to read this? It's Z. Alexander Brown, Uncaged, Cabernet Sauvignon, 2020, California. Mm-hmm. There's a little owl on the front. Do you know why there's an owl? Because they love wine. So this winery is mm-hmm. actually really cool. And I've been excited to try this for some cool. time because I, I'm just interested in the winery. Mm-hmm. So they have a big commitment to sustainability in Mm. their farming practices, Mm -hmm. which includes reusing rainwater, recycling materials, Mm -hmm. things like that. But also they don't use any pesticides. And California in recent, like the recent decade, Mm -hmm. has developed this really huge problem with this invasive species of starlings, the little birds. Oh, yeah. So they come in in like the early dawn Mm -hmm. hours and they will eat all of the young berries that are on the vine before they're able to mature. Mm. So some of the ways that they've decided to deal with that is like netting that they'll put over, mm-hmm. but that makes it really difficult to harvest. And it's also not great 
for the vines either because they'll get tangled up in them. Oh, mm-hmm. um, they also do this thing where they shoot off these cannons to make like a really <laughs> loud noise to scare them. Okay. But that contributes to noise pollution yeah. as well as it, the thing that they use in it. It's not technically blanks. So it like scatters Could. confetti. Okay. Yeah. Which is, you know, not littering yeah. and polluting yeah, yeah. the ground. So they've started building these owl houses that they Mm. scatter throughout the vineyard Mm -hmm. and the owls take care of that problem for them as well as taking care of the rodents that would come in and when you first plant the vines Mm -hmm. the rodents like to chew on the tender shoots Mm -hmm. i was reading an article about this one vineyard that has an owl named hootbert which i think is freaking adorable and they raised him since he was a chick so he patrols the vineyards at night but during the day he likes to be in the house and nap on the couch while the kids watch tv that's so cute isn't that so adorable and they also use like they bring in falconers and we'll use falcons during Mm. the day as well because even with like the cannons the starlings will hear the noise and scatter, but then they'll come, come back. back. Yeah. But if they know that there are these predatory birds that sure. have made this their territory, mm-hmm. they steer clear. They leave it alone. Yeah. That makes sense. So I've already been wanting to go because I've never been to wine country in California. I've only mm-hmm. done Oregon. I've been wanting to go for some time. But now I really want to go because I want to go hang out with the falcons with and the, the owls. owls. I know. Well, that's cute. And so, the name makes sense to you, Uncaged. Uncaged, yeah. yeah. I wasn't sure. I'm sure you're going to tell me if that yeah. was a reference to a song. So the other cool thing about it, though, yeah. is that the ancient Greeks considered mythologically for the owl to be the symbol of the guardian of the vines. Oh. Yeah. So cool. it has kind of a double meaning there. There's that yeah. symbolism, but then yeah. also he's kind of a practical mascot for yeah, I the like winter that. As well. So cool. if any of you listening would like to fund our trip to go out and see Z Alexander Brown wines. Yes, we will accept. So who is Z Alexander Brown? That is Zach Brown. Zach Brown? Yes, he's a country singer. Okay, that's great. <laughs> so <laughs> I wasn't that was sure. So passive aggressive sound. <laughs> no, no. That was so like that, good for you. I love that story for you. <laughs> I wasn't sure how to dress today because I legit did not know what type of music Zach Brown sang. Oh, okay. So I just dressed in all brown. Oh, I get it now. Yeah. Okay. That <laughs> makes more sense. Head to toe brown. Because your outfit is not very country right now. No, it's not. I was like, I don't know if he's contemporary rock or if he's bluegrass or pop. <laughs> So I'm just going to cover my bases by being brown. brown. Okay. Wearing all browns. Yes. And it's very cute. I thought you were kind of dressing like rich lady in like her muted caramels and taupes. Well, I'm always dressed like a rich lady. I, well, yes. But then sometimes you're very um, thematic with the dressing too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I am. I'm still thematic today. I'm, mm. I'm brown. With the browns. Okay. I'm Mr. Brown. Okay. If you're nasty. Oh, okay. So he's a country singer. Yes. Okay. He's a country singer. Well, that is one more thing that I know about Zach Brown then. Do you know the name of his band? The Zach Brown Band. Yes. Take That's a drink. That's literally the only thing that I know. <laughs> kind of like Dave Matthews. And I know band. that he's from the South, right? Yeah. He's from Georgia. Really? Yeah. Where from? Well, Zachary Alexander Brown was born July 31st, 1978, and he grew up on Lake Lanier. Oh, wow. Yeah. Not far at all. No, really close by to Atlanta. Um, I think technically he was born in Atlanta. Okay. I don't know, like, the exact location, but yeah, he's Georgia. he's a Georgia guy for sure. Georgia boy. Mm-hmm. You want to hear about his life? I do. Ready I to jump in? Do. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's do this. Zach Brown. Zach Brown. I mean, I'm liking what you're putting out so far in terms the of your wine. Wine is good. So, Zach Brown, yeah. yeah. Do we have to use his full name every time we mention him? Zachary Alexander Brown. Okay. <laughs> the third. No. No? Okay. No. He was the 11th of 12 children. Holy shit. Yeah. I waited for you to have some wine in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, you almost choked me. I know. Okay. That's too many kids. I'm going to go ahead and say it. That it's is too... Listen, and here's how you know it's too many kids. If you convert the children to cats yes and you get like stink nose from somebody that's too many kids if you get accused of being a crazy cat lady if the same number of children that you have were cats yes then that's sober's rule that's my rule you are a crazy kid lady (laughs) 
<laughs> Quick question for you. Yes. You know my mother, Barbara Ann, loves mm-hmm. cats. How many cats did she have when I was born? When you were born? Yeah. I'm going to say six. Mm-mm. More? Yes. Eight. Nine? Keep going. Eleven. Keep going. Twelve. No. How many? Thirteen. No. Yeah. Barbara Ann Katz loves her cat. Barbara Ann. <laughs> you crazy kooky She's lady. She's down to three right now. <laughs> the others passed. Well, yes. Tragically. Well, over time. Unfortunately, cats are not immortal. And then she made them into pies. No. Sorry, She's I watched, not the Sweeney Todd I watched Todd Sweeney Todd last night, so <laughs> Fat Checker had never seen it. Oh, fine. Did you enjoy it? He gives it two thumbs up. Yeah. Okay, ish. It was a jolly good one, time. One full thumb and one reluctant thumb. I did, though, realize watching it that mm-hmm. it's just Les Mis, but set in London it and was with cannibalism. cannibalism. Yeah. <laughs> but otherwise, it's like literally the same plot. Basically, yeah. Yeah. So he grew up the 11th of 12 kids. His parents divorced, so he was pretty much raised with his mom and stepdad. Now, here's the thing with the 12 okay. kids. Okay. Yeah, I, I was going to ask. So the 12 kids, I don't know if that was between his biological mom and dad or if that's 12 kids, including like half okay. his step-siblings. I don't really know. Either way, a lot of kids. It's less disturbing if it's that way. Yeah. It's still... Not great, but mm-hmm. it's more of like a zany sort of yours, mine, and ours. Right, like a blended family. Oh, look at all these kids. Yeah. It's like yeah. kind of Brady bunch It's less cheaper by the dozen and more yours, mine, and ours. Right. Yeah. Because some people, like, I know yeah. that some people are super fertile. Yeah. But there are things that, that you, you can, can do. To prevent yes. 12 children. Mm-hmm. I mean, 12 kids, you have to get, like, one of the little school buses to transport them. I can't even imagine. <sighs> I mean, my my cousin, he and his wife have like seven or eight kids. Like she's never not been pregnant. Mm. And they have one of those giant minivans. Not it's not a minivan. It's like one of the double decker bus. (laughs) It's like one of the um, what do you call it? Like the that the celebrities ride in limousine. No. Hummer. Fact checker. What kind of van is it? It's a something van. Not a rider van. Penske. (laughs) U-Haul. Basically. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, moving on. It's not important. Okay. His stepdad was a dentist, so at least they saved on, like, dental bill visits. Can you imagine the orthodontic spills for all of those kids? a lot. And then you know they lost their retainers multiple times. Oh, probably in the lake, at least. That's that's, that's where retainers go to die, is Lake Lanier. A lot of things go to die in Lake Lanier. Don't swim in Lake Lanier. It's pretty, pretty terrible. Do you know the history of Lake Lanier? I do. It used to be a town. It did. It used to be pretty much an all-black town. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, it's... So I had always grown up hearing that it used to be a town, which I thought was, like, cool and creepy. Right. And then when I got to be an adult and found out the, like, really sordid racist history of it, where it was yeah, like... Yeah, like, oh, they just displaced a ton of people. Yeah, and some of them wouldn't leave, and they Ooh. literally opened up the dam anyway. Yeah, Ooh. there are, like, hella dead bodies in Lake Lanier. Yeah. Lots of people die on the lake, too, like, yeah. just boating, because it's overcrowded, it's not very safe. It's not. Well, and also when the water levels are lower, mm-hmm. people will like literally impale themselves on like trees. signs and yeah. trees. Yeah, because. They didn't clear all this shit out no. before they flooded it. To there was lake. no like demolition. They just no. flooded it. <laughs> Which Army Corps of Engineers, right? Did they do that one? I have no idea. I know idea. they did another lake on like the Georgia, South Carolina border, Lake Hartwell. I think maybe Lake Lunar. I don't know. Either way, clear it out yeah. before you flood it. For, well, let's back up a few steps. Don't displace don't a bunch dis- of people. Step one. <laughs> step one, don't be racist. S- step two, don't flood their home. <laughs> it doesn't seem that hard, right? It doesn't seem hard, but yeah, you know. And yet here we are. 20th okay. century America. Ooh. So I will say this for Zach Brown's parents. Uh-huh. Bad on you for having that many children that feels irresponsible. <laughs> Judgmental. I don't care. You are a judge, so yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> like I'm literally that's what I'm being paid for right now. Paid? Shh. Okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so that's a strike against you. Mm-hmm. However, being able to keep all of those children alive to adulthood on Lake Lanier. Bravo. Yeah, seriously. Well done. Good parenting. Bad family planning, but good parenting. And I would assume all the kids have great teeth now this point too you would hope so i'd hope so. otherwise that's on them that's the on parents. the stepdad the dentist yeah. so zach started playing guitar at age eight good for him yeah he said he really I mean, loved some of the world's greatest pianists started at four so tori must start at three so oh wow yeah wow yeah so she has a year up on whoever you're referring to 
he started guitar at eight. He said he really loved James Taylor as a kid. Okay, that's a good influence to have. James so kind Taylor of like is a little folk, and then yeah. kind of like kind of bluegrassy mm-hmm. before he really got more into like the country music vibe. Also, very strong songwriter vibes. Yeah, good there. songwriter yeah. vibes. Yeah. So that's a good role model to have as a kid. I yeah, think, musically. Yeah, he went to the University of West Georgia. Okay. From all accounts, is that like, the one in Milledgeville? No, no, that's, it's further it. west. Yeah. I don't know what town. It doesn't matter. I also don't know where Milledgeville is geographically. Center <laughs> of Georgia. That's Fact where Macon is. nodding. Macon-ish. Macon-ish, yeah. It's near Macon. You should know that. I should know that. Mm, that's on you. Take a drink. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he. I guess had like a pretty like normal young adulthood too. He was a camp counselor for like different church camps. Went to University of West Georgia. So he grew was up a, religious. Was too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's Christian, very much so. Oh, still. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Well, it sounds like he's a cool Christian if he has a vineyard, right? I guess so. He's not a regular Christian. <laughs> he's not a regular he's a Christian. Cool Christian. Oh my God! Wait, are we drinking communion wine? Maybe. I feel naughty now. How much is this bottle, by the way? Like sixteen dollars. I feel like that's too expensive for a communion wine. It depends on the church. Well, that's true. I mean, sixteen bucks is not bad. I think that this is actually sixteen dollars for this. It's a good deal. Quality of wine, yeah, is really yeah. great. Because this is something that I would absolutely take to, like, a dinner party. Oh, I would, too. This yeah. is very nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. So um, if y'all are planning, like, a little holiday or post-holiday get-together, a Galentine's. Oh, I love a good Galentine's. I know you do. Yep. So he was obviously into music from a young age. He started um, playing as a kid and, like, continued that do you think he was in like the youth band? I'm and sure stuff he like was. That? Yeah, I'm sure the like camp counselor too. He was the guy with like the acoustic guitar. Oh, around the fire. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. kumbaya ended up. Yeah, he and his dad opened a restaurant slash music club on Lake Oconee in 2004. Oh wow! Called Zach's Place. It didn't last very long, but the funds from it allowed him to like really form his band and start touring okay. with his band. His band members are kind of a mix of people that like he knew. I guess it's like a teen, a young person in like the 90s and some other folks who just like kind of were in the music scene in Georgia who joined the band. Because they are a full on country band, like guitars, drums, bass. They have like a violin fiddler person. They've got it all. A fiddler on the roof. They do it all. An accordionist, oboist. Yes. Xylophonist. Mm -hmm. Keep going. Dulcimerist. Yes. Keep going. One more. There's one more key instrument. What's the one that's like... The crystal thing that's like a synthesizer-ish. A theremin? Theremin. Like, Thereminist. <laughs> yeah. They are Why known- do we sound like a, like a dog? <laughs> I think I did a very good theremin impression. Thank you. Hmm. Take a step. Okay. You know what? No. Yeah, it's time. Oh, no. Let's tell up. <laughs> We're going to cross-examine you. This is not good considering I didn't even know that he sang country. <laughs> <laughs> then I think you are not going to do well on this cross examination. I'm inclined to agree with you on that. Okay. Maybe I'll pull it out miraculously, like I did with the um, soccer episode. Yeah, that was a surprise to everyone. It was a surprise to me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay, so because we are doing a musician, and because it's been a while, we are doing a lyrics based cross examination. Fuck. Yes. Okay. These are all real song lyrics. Okay. Uncaged. <laughs> sure. Just shout out words. <laughs> Owl City. Owl City is a band. How'd you know that? I know Owl City. Okay. What do you know? Something before your eyes, a million fireflies light up the night. Your hand gestures are a little close to my actual eyes. I'm a little worried here. <laughs> They're like a cheap death cab for cutie. Yeah, they also have a lot of Christian affiliations. Which is why I listened to them when I was younger. Ah, makes sense. I was in the cults. You know this. True, yeah. I'm surprised I wasn't allowed to listen to Zach Brown. Well, we're going to see some of the lyrics. Oh, are they racy? Mm. So some of these are obviously Zach Brown band lyrics, and some are from other artists. So you have to tell me. Oh, no. If this is from Zach Brown band, yes or no. Okay. Okay. We ready for, for one? Do I get bonus points if I guess correctly who the lyrics are actually from? Sure. And if you name the song, I'll give you another point. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. Here we go. So many opportunities to rack up points. Okay. Here we go. Number one. My house, it's not much to talk about, but it's filled with love that's grown in Southern ground. That is so 
corny. Yes. I'm going to go Zach Brown. Yes. Celebratory Sip. Can you name the song? It's one of their big hits. Early big hits. My eye is twitching. <laughs> what did you put in your eye? I didn't put anything in my eye. It's just okay. like one of those muscle spasms. Because of nerves. Because <laughs> I just can't believe we're even talking about this. I don't know the name of the song. I'm going to go with Home Sweet Home. Oh, it's called... Southern Ground. No, it's called Chicken Fried is the name of the song. Oh, is that like... Chicken Fried... I feel like you're... on a Friday night. Kind of. Kind of. Take a sip. And the radio... Yeah, now you got it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, take a sip. Okay. I didn't know that that was them. Yeah. Or that it was so old. Yeah, that came out... Well, we'll talk... We'll get into the history of chicken fried after our cross-examination. You know that fried chicken is Because there is some drama there. I know. So any anthem about fried chicken. Okay. So that was number one. Okay. So you did a good job. You got that. Okay. And I got double points because I guessed the song correctly. No, but okay. I sang it. You did sing it. Okay. Here we go. Winter's cold, spring races, and the calm away by the storm is chasing. Everything good needs replacing. Compared to what I just heard, Mm -hmm. that's way too poetic to be Zach Brown. So I'm saying no. Oh, okay. I'm saying no. You are right. Celebratory sip. This is from someone we have covered before on our podcast. Think about it. Who was it? Was it Mary J. Blige? Nope. It was Dave Matthews Band, oh, Song God. Satellite. <laughs> Man, that's a that's a deep cut there. That was our very first premiere episode. I know. Go so back I guess, and listen to it. Season I, one. I guess Topher doesn't know our podcast very well. That's fine. That was a long time ago. Okay. And I got very distracted by the shit story. <laughs> that's true. That's my favorite story still of any celebrity. I mean, it's kind of yes. Okay, here is our next one. I've seen lonely times when I could not find a friend, but I always thought that I'd see you again. James Taylor. Yes, correct. That's the song. I've seen fire and I've seen rain. Yeah. Yes, good job. Take us up. I thought maybe I'd fool you with like a James Taylor. No, because I actually used to listen to a lot of James Taylor too. Mm. Back when I was in the cult, Mm -hmm. he was allowed... Like, he was a nighttime listening for me. He was very oh. calming. He helped me with my anxiety. Yeah. yeah, I feel like moms love James Taylor, too. So it was my mom's Yeah, okay, and it was I was like about a, to say. It was like a best of James Taylor, too. Yeah. Yeah, it had, like, you know, you've got a friend mm-hmm. and, like, all of that stuff. Yeah. All right, here we go. You can't put reins on a wild Palomino, and you won't see an old cowboy cry. See, obviously, this is country. Yes. But is it Zach Brown? I don't know. I'm going to go with... So tricky. Mm-hmm. So tricky. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with yes. Okay. You're correct. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know the name of the song. It's called Wild Palomino. Oh. I think this is one of their more, more poetic mm. songs to use a phrase that you used to describe Dave Matthews band from earlier. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have no response to that. Okay. <laughs> All right, which one it's on tape. Yeah. Yes, this is <laughs> tape recorded. Oh, my friend Christy is going to be so elated that I said that. <laughs> All right, okay. here we go. I've got my toes in the water, ass in the sand, not a worry in the world, a cold beer in my hand. I know this song. What's the next line? I'm not telling you. It's not Zach Brown Band. Mm. No, it is. Mm. You have to make a choice, you know. I know this song. It's like on the tip of my brain. Your brain has points to it? Yeah, it doesn't yours. No. Yours is just like it's this amalgamous blob. blob in my skull. <laughs> Mine's kind of crystallized. Mm. Do you want me to repeat it? Yes, please. Okay. I've got my toes in the water, ass in the sand, not a worry in the world, a cold beer in my hand. It is Zach Brown. Final answer? Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. What's the next line? I'm, it's not. I'm a lucky man. It's um. Something like life that. is good today. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. the song is called? Life is good today. Nope. That's ass, a musical. Ass in the sand. It's called Toes, oh. which is a terrible song title. Not if you have a foot fetish. Mm, terrible song title. Okay, I have a question for okay. you. Okay. Mm-hmm. You and boyfriend have been together for a while Two now. Two years. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You live together. Mm-hmm. You're in love. Mm-hmm. He feels finally comfortable enough to say, I really want to suck your toes. No, no. And how would that affect your relationship? No, I'm not. Knowing that about him. I'm not a foot person. I don't want that. 
you have to live now with the rest of your relationship knowing okay. that every time he every time you walk around him with bare feet, no, that's okay. what he's thinking about. What if mm-hmm. I went to Spirit Halloween and I got <laughs> I like a where this is going. fake bloodied foot and just like swapped it out for him in the dark of the bedroom? Would that work? Would Can you, I do that? Would you warm it first? Because I think that he would although maybe you have cold feet. I do, do you run have cold? cold feet? No, I'm not not my rest of my body, my feet run cold. Mm. You might want to get that checked out. Yeah. It might be diabetes. <laughs> now, what about you and Fact Checker? If he wanted to suck on my toes? Mm-hmm. Eh, that's fine. Fact Checker? He says, okay, he'll do it. It doesn't do anything for if me. If it but were it, the other way around? I, I would not enjoy sucking on his toes. If if I got to see him wash Fact them Fact Checker first, is rubbing his toes on Topher as we speak. <sighs> I mean, it does feel kind of good. Oh, God. All right, let's move on. <laughs> Thank you for being a part of that experience in this latent, this kind of intimate. This latent awakening in me. <laughs> hmm. Do I have a foot fetish? Do you? Do I? Are you going to now listen to the song Toes every time you and Fact Checker have an intimate moment? Yes. Yes. Thank you, Zach Brown. Thank you for helping me in my journey, in my <laughs> Ooh, sexual gross. journey. Gross. All right, next question. I just play a different game. My roots Wait, are... I didn't take my celebratory set. Okay, god damn it. He got so into the toes talk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I just play a different game. My roots are planted in the past, and though my life is changing fast, who I am is who I want to be. Reba McIntyre. <gasps> I'm a survivor. Yeah, good job. Take a drink. Can't fool me with no Reba McIntyre. I was wondering if you knew all the lyrics to <laughs> I'm a survivor or not. Well, you made a fatal error in quoting the parts of the lyrics that you that, do know that are on the theme song for her show Reba okay. that I watched. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and we have covered Reba before. We have covered Reba. We're yeah. having a lot of callbacks I know. in this episode. Mm-hmm. There are so many reasons for our listeners to go back and mm-hmm. listen to those episodes. Yeah. Maybe you didn't know that we had a Reba McIntyre episode. Maybe now you, you do. Maybe you didn't know that we covered the poet laureate that oh, is Dave God. Matthews. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. It's better than that other band, though. The train. That, train, yeah. Yeah. Man. Although I will say the Toes lyrics are kind of on par with Train. <laughs> it's Train-esque. It's, but it's no, because Train but tries. countryfied. Train tries to be really esoteric and poetic. Like, they mm. try to. These lyrics aren't trying mm. to do anything other than just convey the experience mm. of sitting your ass in a lake. Okay. And in a lake, yeah. Yeah. It was, I got my ass in the lake. And my toes in Rachel's mouth. No, gross. Ew. All right. Ready? As I ever will be. Okay. I made my bed and I sleep like a baby with no regrets. And no, I don't mind No, that's just a real saying, housewives catchphrase. Okay. We start over. I made my bed and I sleep like a baby with no regrets. And I don't mind saying it's a sad, sad story. Hmm. Hmm. Stumped you here. Yeah. I genuinely don't know. Okay. I'm going to go with no. Hmm. No. I'm going mm. <laughs> to go with yes. It is. Yes. Locking it in. Final answer. Yes, it is. You're wrong. Oh, my God. No. Take a drink. That's the first one that I've gotten wrong. It is. And you should have gotten this because it is from the chicks not ready to make nice. Oh. And we have covered the chicks before. We have. Yeah. We have. Yeah. You're right. That's on me. I should have gotten You should have. You really should have. That was totally your fault. Okay. This is our last one. Okay. For all the chips. Yeah. So, barmaid, bring a pitcher. Another round of brew. Honey, why don't we get drunk and screw? We save the best for last. <laughs> First of all, that sounds very Renaissance festival. Oh. Very Ren Fair. Mm-hmm. Bah, made. Is it a Renaissance song? I don't know. Okay. Okay. Is it played to guitar or lute? I'm not telling you. Damn it. I almost had you there. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to repeat it? No, I got it. It seems a little racy for somebody that you said is very Christian. Mm. But... Maybe the barmaid's his wife, too. We don't know So that. he's having a pitcher of beer with the barmaid on her shift? That seems unprofessional. No, she's she's serving. Okay. Him and his boys. Oh, so he's going to screw his boys? No. He's, he's going to go in the back room. He's going to go into the storage closet with his wife. Yes. Topher, that's not romantic at all. 
Well, it depends on what you're into. I think that Fact Checker would say that it's very romantic for me to show up at his job and take him back in the storeroom and screw him. Fact, oh, Fact Checker's oddly nodding. Okay. <laughs> I'm learning much more about your sex life today than I ever wanted to. Not everybody <laughs> is a frigid bitch who needs to be thawed every time. <laughs> Is this a Zach Brown band lyric or not? I'm going to go out on a limb. Okay. Against my better judgment. Uh-huh. Go with my gut. Okay. And say, yes, it is. Wrong. Oh. Take a drink. It is Jimmy Buffett mm. from the song, Why Don't We Get Drunk? Well, you showed me. I did show you. I think I still won, though. Oddly enough, I think you did. I think that you... Oh, what what's that score, fact checker? It says... Rachel, two. And? Topher. Zero. Nine. Okay, first of all, Fact Checker was giving you some extra points. Yeah. Just per, because I said extra points the doesn't mean you get them down. Producer, roll back that tape. <laughs> Do I get bonus points if I guess correctly who the lyrics are actually from? Sure, and if you name the song, I'll give you another point. Yeah. Okay, wow. Okay. So when I say you get extra points, that means it goes to me. <laughs> I think that I would still win, though. Okay, fine. You won. Take Yay. a celebratory vote. I'm going to take it straight from the bottle. Oh, no. Topher. You heathen. Now you got all my herpes. Oh, no. It's fine. We have the same type. Okay. <laughs> At this point. At this point. We're synced up with our herpes Between the cycle. toes and the wine bottle. You know. Oh, toe herpes. Gross. Terpes. What if you had a weird deformity where there was just an extra toe growing off the corner of your mouth? Ooh, I'd get that removed. What if you couldn't? What if there was like, it, it was hooked up to a vital artery, like in that movie Penelope, with where Christina oh, Ricci had the pig the nose? Pig, pig person? Yeah. But doesn't that go away at the end of the film? Yeah, but due to magic. Well, then I'll just find a magician to get rid of my <laughs> mouth toe. What if you pick the wrong magician, though, and he's like... Oh, no, I picked Chris Angel, and that was the best choice. <laughs> he's like, I can't help you with that, but I will make the Eiffel Tower disappear. That was David Copperfield. Oh. Who's Chris Angel? He's the mind freak. Oh, with all the makeup? Yes, and the very slicked weird hair. Hmm. He's always in, like, an unbuttoned shirt. You say weird hair, but I've always felt that his hair is part of the magic. <laughs> Fact checker, please shut over, Chris Angel. There we go. Yeah, his hair is definitely part of the magic. He's kind of like <laughs> if Christian Siriano took a different path in life and got really sad. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> Should we do a Chris Angel, Christian Siriano mashup episode? Yes. Yes. The answer is yes. yes. <laughs> and Christian Siriano, I know you're listening and you're very excited about this idea. So He if you loves could, our podcast. <laughs> if you could send me a custom Christian Siriano outfit... Just you? Yes. That's rude. You don't appreciate it. Chris fashion. Angel, send me a custom outfit. Let's even it. Honestly, Chris Angel, you can do that. And I could tell Rachel that it's a custom Christian Siriano and she would not know the difference. I think I would know. I don't think you would know. I think mine would have a lot of like little rhinestone embellishments when perhaps yours wouldn't. <laughs> but think how amazing you would look in that. Yeah. My abs will look as good. I was going to say we can air, airbrush abs on you. Thank you. Yes. And I say that with love because I'd have to have abs airbrushed on me as Look, well. Look, I have abs somewhere. Um, I like to keep them hidden. I like to keep them insulated. I don't like to overuse mine. Right. I don't, you know, currently Wear because, of, because you know. of the, the healthcare situation yeah. in America, mm -hmm. they're not currently under warranty. And mm -hmm. so I would like to make sure that they right. stay in mint condition. Right. So you have to like keep them in the box. Yes. The shelf. These are collector's items. Oh, oh, no. Never been opened. Oh, no. Into weird serial killer territory here. All right, let's get back to Zach Brown Band. So you crushed this quiz. So what I'm learning is that I need to make my cross-examinations much more difficult for you. Yeah. You couldn't have made that much more difficult, considering I literally didn't know anything about Zach Brown. Apparently, I did You've know a little bit songs, more than yeah. I thought. I just didn't know who it was or why. So yesterday night... Boyfriend and I were- Are you not enjoying your wine? What was that grimace for? Because I had a weird piece of hair that was like stuck in my eyelash and I was trying to move it away. Mm. So yesterday night, boyfriend and I had to drive to the airport to pick up my mom and take her home. How many cats did she travel with? Zero. That was very brave of her. It was. It was international travel, so they wouldn't have allowed it. Oh. Yeah. So we were driving down. I was like, boyfriend, why don't you play some like Zach Brown to get ready for the recording? And after like two songs, I was like, no. <laughs> 
Like enough, enough of this. So I won't say that I really like Zac Brown band music. It's okay. not my thing. It's not your jam. No, it's so. Not. So now that I have been able to connect mm. two songs that I'm familiar with, at least, yeah, to Zach Brown, mm-hmm. my feeling about his niche mm-hmm. in the music industry is it is very much Lake Lanier Boaten music. Yes, it's very like just easy, good time, like yeah. like country bro. Yeah, very country bro is the vibe. Yeah. Casual backyard cookout. Yeah. Like a song comes on, you're like, okay. But like nothing that you would maybe seek out to listen to on purpose. I would, I mean, I would disagree. I'm sure that for the people that this is intended for who have a pontoon boat that they take on Lake Oh, it is very much pontoon music. Specifically pontoon boat. It is pontoon music for sure. Those people are like, turn it up, that's my jam. Yeah. And he has said that like he likes going out on the water like with his kids and stuff. So I'm sure that's very much the vibe Mm. of what he's going for. It's not my thing, but whatever. It's not my thing either, but I can appreciate it for what it is. And it's. And to me, like, maybe his live shows sound a little bit different, but the music on his albums sounds so overproduced that there's Mm. no real, like, feeling to the songs anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I really don't like music like that. It sounds, like, too perfect and, like, easy to listen to that it's not pleasurable anymore. Rachel really wants to struggle Yes. Through listening to a song. She wants to be like, I do. I said I was going to finish all three minutes and 30 seconds of this. And so help me God, I will. Well, I like when you hear a song and like you can hear like the singers like little intake of intake of a breath. Oh, gotcha. That was intake. That is the technical musical term. So yeah, I'll take a drink and a celebration for me. Not because I'm drunk and my words are slurring. I like hearing that or like, you know, you hear like a stringed instrument, like a guitar, a violin, like maybe go on for a little too long. You know, like those little things that make it sound real. I like the scratch mm. of the finger against, oh, the, against the string, string as like, you're like changing your yeah, chords. I like that. Not like a, an on purpose, but just the raw. Yeah. And that's, that's yeah. what I like hearing in songs. Yeah. And for some music, like that's not... Like, really pop or electronic, that doesn't really fit. Right. But for a band where, like, it's a real band and they're playing instruments, I like to hear those little things in recording. You heard it here first. Rachel says that Zach Brown Band is not a real band. Mm-hmm. No. I mean, they have a lot of money, so they're doing better than I am. So <laughs> who am I to say anything? I mean, clearly they do have a following. and They do. So let's talk about the band. Yeah. I'm saying down my glass so I don't spill it. Which one is the sexiest member of the band you have to sleep with one of them kevin kevin from high clear yeah. castle mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he plays the triangle is this entire episode just a throwback yes <laughs> i love the idea of kevin being in the zach brown band yeah. and playing the triangle but he's dressed in like traditional british like yes. hunting clothes yes. <laughs> like with his little hat he's and his like, cravat <laughs> He's got like time. he's got like an Irish Springer Spaniel sitting next to him very obediently. Yes. With a fish in his mouth. And somehow he's like in an armchair by a fireplace the whole time. No, he's definitely standing awkwardly oh. full of like Gym. British reserve and shame. Yeah. So I don't know why I agreed to this. <laughs> Ting. But one must carry on, mustn't one? Yes. Oh, it's my time. Ting. <laughs> it's the little triangle again. Yeah, so the Band formed in the early 2000s. They were touring a lot. So I get the sense that they were doing like a lot of like Georgia shows and then like kind of touring around the Southeast and then around the country before they eventually signed with Atlantic Records in 2008 under Atlantic's like country music division. Okay. Hand me your glass. Thank you. So kind of you, Tover. Ooh. Ooh. This wine is excellent. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Despite me not liking the music, I really like the wine. Yeah. Yeah. So they had the song Chicken Fried, mm-hmm. which is one of their big hits. And I really want some fried chicken now. Like Don't I, could, you? I could go for some Hattie B's Ooh, or yeah. even Popeyes, honestly. I mean, there's a Popeyes nearby. Oh, love Popeyes. You can stop by Popeyes. <laughs> you owe me money, Popeyes. Okay, yes. This is now a Popeyes commercial. You are contractually obligated. To pay us. Mm-hmm. So the song Chicken Fried was their 
song, obviously. But there was this other band called The Lost Trailers, which reached out to the Zac Brown band and asked if they could cover that song, Chicken Fried. So Zac said, okay, but only if you have it on your album and don't release it as a single. Uh, because they wanted to release it as a single. That's, I mean, that's fair. Which made sense. Question. Mm-hmm. Trailers as in like movie trailers or trailers as in like trailer trash? I'm assuming trailer park. Okay. Yeah. I'm assuming because a country band called the Lost Trailers. That's kind of what I'm assuming. Why did you, how did you lose your trailer? Was there a tornado? Tornado. Yeah. That's how it goes. Tornado sucks it up and woof, away it is. (laughs) And where it lands, nobody knows. Nobody knows. Yeah. So the Lost Trailers like, okay. And then they went back on their promise. Mm. Release it as a single. Was this not a contract they had? Oh, we spilled. <sighs> That's on you, girl. You've been sloshing. That probably is me. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I have a dark couch. <laughs> <laughs> So Zach Brown Band got really pissed off and they said that's messed up and they sued them and they got their song back and released as a single. Obviously Good. did much better. Yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. And I think that really launched them into mm-hmm. like the country music the lawsuit, world. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Listen, also, you don't fuck with people's intellectual that, property. Yeah. That's why I trademark everything verbally that okay. I come up with on this podcast. Because <laughs> if I say it, then it's, it's trademarked. trademarked. Isn't that kind of how trademark works? Kind of? I don't know. Okay, so you know that I used to be in a band when I was in the cult. What was it called? Waiting for Jerusalem. Oh, my God. And we recorded a song called Jericho. Okay. And when we recorded it, I wanted to make sure that it was copyrighted. Mm -hmm. And we could not afford to, like, go through all the legal processes of copywriting it. Okay. So there's something that you can do with things like that called a poor man's copyright, where you basically put the original... Mm Mm-hmm into a like certified mail envelope yes. and you mail it to yourself. I've heard of this. Yeah, and then we just kept that in the safe. And as far as I know, my best friend Ben's parents still have that in their safe. I love that you have a safe and that or Ben's parents. They have too. a safe, yeah. And that your song Jericho is still in there. Mm-hmm. Can you ask Ben to get that out so I can hear it sometime, please? I will ask. I will see. <laughs> Cuz I don't even know if it's still there. I assume that it is. I don't see why Pat would get rid of it. Was it but. lost? Well, it's a lost, the famous lost track from Waiting for Jerusalem. If they got rid of it, it's because they're still in the cult and they're very upset with both me and Ben for being homosexuals. What? Wait, what? Homosexuals. You're gay? Technically, I'm queer. Okay. But what? (laughs) But what? I thought you were straight this whole time. You thought this was a cis podcast. I did. (laughs) No. We know. We all knew. We all knew. Everyone knew. We all know. Yeah, so I've learned that I don't know copyright, and Topher took it very seriously as a teen. I was really about like 20. I was about 19 or 20. Okay. I can see that. Young Topher being like, look, all the bands are going to want to cover this, so I've got to make well, sure it's locked down. Well, no, down. because Casting Crowns was asking to buy it from us. I don't know who they are. They are a absolutely major Christian band. Why didn't you sell it to them? Because I was young and naive and I thought, no, this is my song and I'm going to make it big. I'm not going to sell my song. I would still be getting royalties for that shit. You should contact them. I don't think it's really the style anymore. I don't know. know. Christian music doesn't really change that much. Yeah, I was about to be like, does it change? (laughs) I don't know how like up with the times they are. Or I am with that They're one of the most popular Christian bands to this day and have been for like the past 20 years. Mm -hmm. I know them because they're based out of uh, where I was living. No, like the McDonough area. Mm. There was a specific church there that they all kind of came from before Mm. they made it big. Mm. And so their backup drummer was actually the drummer on our (gasps) recording. Oh. And so he's the one who got the demo to them. Mm. And then they contacted us and were like, hey, we'd love to buy this song from you and i was Honestly, like you should have sold it i should have done it but yeah. th- i had that thing of like i'm gonna be this like amazing vocalist and star and everything mm-hmm. and i was like no i'm this is my baby i wrote this song myself mm. and i did i wrote everything about it do like, you remember any of the lyrics i remember all the lyrics will you give us a line or two i will not so far missed opportunity all right, fact checker, you have to find out the lyrics so i will use it on our next lyrics quiz whenever we cover a musician again <laughs> Topher is smiling with great pleasure and joy at my cunning. (laughs) 
We'll just take a drink. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cheers. Cheers. To your cunning. To your musical prowess. Hmm. Okay. So they so, got they got really big basically yeah. after the lawsuit. And like I said, like Atlantic picked them up. So in 2008, they had their first album. They have seven studio albums and two wow. live albums. Okay. At this point. So they've got a lot going on. Do they have a Christmas album? I don't believe so. Okay. I have a weird thing mm-hmm. where I don't like it when people come out like a, an up and coming person. Like, mm-hmm. let's say there's this singer who has a number one album. Mm-hmm. And then the next album they release is a Christmas album. Like, No. Why not? Because you got to earn that right. You, okay. As far as we know right now, you are a one-hit wonder. Oh. So I'm going to need two major albums okay. before you're allowed I was to. Going and to ask, a like, like, really successful tour. Okay. Yeah. I would prefer three, but I will take two. Okay. Okay. Because a Christmas album's a big deal. For you, I don't like Christmas albums. Well, then it doesn't even affect your life. So I don't know why you're arguing with me right now. Because it's my job. (laughs) (laughs) No, it really, honestly, it does. It bothers me. I know, I know it bothers you. I can tell. Because I should be excited about hearing this Christmas album, you know? So, oh, there's a gnat in here. Who has the best Christmas album? Celine Dion. After Celine. Josh Groban. Okay, then? Blind Italian opera singer. Bocelli. Yeah, Andrea Bocelli. Yeah, okay. Then we're going back to classics. Oh, like okay. okay. Any compilation that has Bing Crosby oh, and the Andrews say, that Sisters has to be like, yeah. and yeah, all of that, for I sure. I love sure. the retro Christmas songs. Like, yeah. those are my Christmas songs. Yeah, then Muppet sure. Christmas Carol soundtrack. Obviously. Obviously. That's a must. Yes. We might be listening to that on the way home today. Okay, fair. Yeah. And then maybe Celine's on my list. I don't know. This wine is too good to throw, and that's really honestly your that's only thing. That's kind of why I'm pushing your buttons today. <laughs> <laughs> I know you won't throw it on me because you want to drink it. Okay, we're off the rails. Let's talk some more about As that brown. always. Yeah, so they started touring really bigly. Are you okay? No. Did you just have a stroke? Maybe. I know what I wanted to say and my mouth didn't cooperate. <laughs> They started to get on some big tours, including opening for Dave Matthews Band, which was why I included Dave Matthews Band in our cross-examination. I wish that a little bit of the waxing poetic would have rubbed off on Zach Brown. Yeah. But, you know. That was in 2010 that they did that. So they were getting some pretty big audiences. Fact checker, can you pull up a picture of Zach Brown? Because I have no idea what he he looks like. He is very tatted up and he loves the hat. Oh, is he like a hipster hat person? Yeah, he's a hipster country guy. There are a lot That's of hat band. people okay. in that picture. Oh, a lot of my. hats. He is the main one up front. This honestly looks pretty much exactly like what I thought it was going to be. They are, I think, like the country Dave Matthews band, where yeah, there are so yeah. many members that you don't really know who's in the band and who's just in the photo. Yeah, and also, even though they're clearly different people. Yeah, they're all kind of the same. They are all kind of the same person. Yeah. At least three of those guys could be siblings. Yeah. At least. I also feel like I know exactly what the conversation would be like at any gathering where they're all present. What is that? It would just be kind of like basic bro shit. Mm. Cool hat, bro. Yeah. Thanks, bro. Want to see my new tat, bro? Yeah. Yeah, bro. Lots of like... Pontoon time? Yeah, bro. Pontoon time! They do have a song called Pontoon Time. No, they don't. No, they don't. (laughs) But I would believe it. I know. Oh. oh, there's another picture of Zach Brown shirtless. Okay, well, he's kind of hot. He's not bad looking. Like, if he took me out on his pontoon and I had a little <laughs> bit too much beer. You'd say, yeah. He'd say, suck I my would, toes off. I might give some enthusiastic consent for toe sucking. Oh, God. Would you sing Honestly, the song Toes to him while he... I would. Yeah. I often sing to Fat Checker during sex. Oh, my God. Sex. Fat Checker, I don't think is a fan of that. He well, his, shut up already, am I his right? His favorite that I sing to him oh, is no. the song that I wrote about how I'm the superior podcast host. <gasps> That's And the weird... other one ain't shit. So I'm a part of those intimate moments. Thank you. You always are. I like that I'm on your mind. <laughs> Can't say the same. Um, <laughs> well, I understand that I would be way too much of a distraction for you. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> So they started, like, obviously getting a lot of, like, national attention. They performed on SNL. They were on the show Nashville. There's a little, like, guest appearance. I know of Nashville. Yeah, I've okay. never seen it. But. They did a song for The Greatest Showman? Showman? <laughs> Showman. Sh- uh, shaman. Shaman. Really? No, the musical movie. Which one? The musical movie. With yeah, but which... Hugh Jackman. But which song? You know. I don't. That song. Can you elaborate? I went, 
Giddly beep, let's go to the circus, everybody. Circus time. Woo. On our pontoon boat. That's right, yeah. Hand stands on the pontoon. Keg stands on the poontang. Yes. Yeah, you know it. Was it Never I Enough? I don't remember. I was it, it This down. Is the Greatest Show? It was From Now On. I don't know that. Oh, wait. This is very poetic. Oh. I'm Do you gonna... think he wrote it or somebody else wrote it? I don't know. It's called From Now On. <gasps> Since they're country, okay. I'm going to read it in a country accent. Okay, fair. I saw the sun begin to dim and felt the winter wind blow cold. A man learns who there is for him when the glitter fades and the walls won't hold. Because from then, rubble. What remains can only be what's true. If all's lost, it's more than I've gained. Because it led me back to you. Oh, that's sweet. And from now on. Okay, we're going on. Okay. That's enough of that. They've collaborated with Dave Grohl. Do you know who Dave Grohl is? I know of Dave Grohl. Can you name and I almost band? made I almost made a Dave Grohl reference when I saw the what? picture of all of them, where I was like, oh, they look like a basic bitch version of Dave Grohl. I feel like you don't know Dave Grohl. He's got a beard, right? Sometimes. Most of the time, right? Often. Dark hair. Yeah. Lots of tattoos. What? I don't think he's really tatted up. Do you know what band name? He's been in two very famous bands. Name yes, one of them. obviously I know the bands. ABBA and Black Sabbath. Close. Nirvana and Foo Fighters. Very close. Again, very close. Yes, thank you. They've collaborated with Jimmy Buffett. Skrillex. That's a, that's a thing. <laughs> and Avicii. Also a thing. Yes. All of these are real things that exist. Mm-hmm. They are worth $32 million as a band. Well, Which considering between, how like, the, many there are, I know. that's pretty do better. Oh, they have 55 um, award nominations, including Grammys and Country Music Awards. And yet how many wins? 54. No. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so impressive. Though. Like, every time they got nominated, they won. That, honestly, that would be very impressive. I would start to be suspicious, though. I'd be like, whose dick are you sucking slash who are you knocking off? Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about a little scandal. Please. Yes. The toe sucking commences. No. The toe sucking. No, nope. Nope. <laughs> Is that the title? <laughs> <laughs> no, because neither one of us will remember in time. True, but I also feel like we're going to get a really weird audience of brand new listeners, if we call it that. Listen, we're trying to expand our <laughs> listenership and, and have something for everyone because we are very inclusive as a podcast. That's right, yeah. If you know somebody who's really into toe sucking, but hasn't yet listened to our podcast. Or getting their toes sucked. Yeah. Because it takes way. two to tone go. God. You know what? A listen's a listen. We'll take it. <laughs> so in 2016. Okay. This is recent. Yeah. Not too long ago. Like a year ago. Yeah. That's how time is. That's honestly how time feels lately. I know. That, that's that's true. Zach Brown was in Palm Beach, Florida. Nothing good happens there. Nothing good did happen. <sighs> did he and Luann DeLesseps get into an altercation? Because that's where she typically gets arrested. <laughs> God. Countess Luann. Yeah, he actually got into a fight with her. It was pretty bad. <laughs> did, she, did she beat his ass? She, yeah. She's very tall. That is fair. She's very aggressive, I would assume, in a physical fight. I would assume. Yeah. No, he went to a party, and the party got busted by cops for drugs. <gasps> what kind? <laughs> Sorry, that was very belchy one. I love the shocking burp that you had to let out. <laughs> I was, that gave me gas. Yes. So, Are we talking white powder? Yeah, so they got busted for cocaine and pot, and he supposedly had some prescription pills on him that weren't, like, his prescription. Oops, sir. There were strippers at the party. He was married. Mm. Five children. <gasps> yeah. Mm -hmm. I love it. It's like an episode of The Righteous Gemstones. Right? He actually says he really loves Danny McBride, and he loves the show <laughs> The Righteous Gemstones. Because when I heard this story, I was like, oh, my God, it's like that episode. <laughs> <laughs> Similar to The Righteous Gemstones, he denies that, like, he did anything wrong. 
Mm. He says, like, I just showed up to the party of people I didn't really know. And, like, I wasn't participating in this. Uh, uh, here's So here's the yeah. thing. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. If you genuinely don't agree with those goings on. You leave. Then you leave. Yeah. You don't stay. Yeah. There's no reason. Your career is not going to be hurt because you show up, make an appearance, and then leave. Because you can make up whatever fucking reason yeah. you want to. You were fucking participating. You were at least getting off on watching. You liked seeing the strippers. And you had prescription drugs on you that were not yours. Well, here's how the scandal gets even deeper. The cops who showed up and busted this party. Were actually strippers. They were stripper cops. (laughs) They were like, we heard a noise complaint. They... Somebody's been too naughty. (laughs) Y'all aren't loud enough. No, um... They were fans of Zach Brown, so they didn't write up his name <gasps> in the initial like incident report of it. That's how you know that a cop owns a pontoon boat. <laughs> and that's how you know they're up to no good. <laughs> so he wasn't initially named, but obviously like it came out in the right. story and caused a little bit of a kerfuffle. Thankfully. TMZ was up to their usual level of exemplary journalism. They were following Luann around like, wait, what? (laughs) Zach Brown? How could you? Luann was like, but wait, I'm assaulting a cop right now. They're like, that cop doesn't have a pontoon. We're not interested. Not interested unless there's a high speed pontoon boat chase. I don't think pontoons can go that fast. I think no, the but whole that's point what makes it fun fast. is it's like 15 miles an hour yeah. <laughs> through Lake Lanier. And the cop is just like canoeing to catch up with them. Yeah, so he didn't get arrested or anything, but it caused a little bit of a strain in his marriage. And in 2018, he and his wife divorced. Mm. Well, I gotta say, I mean. Yeah. Consequences. Consequences of your actions. Yeah. Yeah, but other than that, like, he hasn't had a ton of, like, scandal in his personal life. Well, try harder. (laughs) Get back on those pills. Get on those pills. Have a bottle of this. Mm. And then go out dressed as an owl. Does this pair nicely with pills? (laughs) I would not know. Well... I mean, I'm on pills, but they're prescribed to me. Okay. Because they're, they're otherwise, not the fun pills. They're not fun pills. Okay. It's so funny, too, because Fact Checker, he really is joking, I think, about how, like, sometimes he's going to steal my pills. And I'm like, they don't really work that way. Yeah. Like, they're not. <laughs> they're not party pills. They're not party pills at all. It's like more of like daily functioning kind of pills. Yeah. yeah. And it takes a really long time for it to get into your system. Yeah. I'm talking, like, more than two weeks. So, like, you're not you, even it's, gonna, it's a long con. Yeah. That's what you're saying. Now, in two weeks, if you keep it up, you might find yourself feeling really functional. Okay. That's a win. (laughs) That's a win in my book. Yeah. So that's kind of like it for like scandal with them. They continue to be like really successful. They've kind of branched out and like done some different kinds of music. I think that was like some of the collabs that were a little surprising for you. Who can forget their collaboration with Evanescence? Yes. And the song called Christmas Toes. No, Topher. <laughs> I think we've all learned who has the real toe fetish here. I just really love seeing and how uncomfortable you wait, get. Wait, it's Topher? Oh my God. Listen, Fat it Checker. It all makes sense. Fat Checker loves my furry toes. I'm like Mr. Tumnus down there. Oh, God. You have hobbit feet. He was not a hobbit. I know Mr. Tumnus wasn't a hobbit. He Don't was a school fine. me on Narnia. <laughs> I'm just saying you have hairy toes like hobbits do. You know what? Not a hoof. You like a have fawn. hairy toes. I shave it. Thank you. My college roommate. Oh, no. She, Sasquatch? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She did legit have like a really hairy big toe. And just the one? Yeah, like the other toes weren't hairy. So she would just sometimes let it grow out just to see how long the hair would get. Oh, my God. That's amazing. And honestly, it was really hilarious and kind of worth it. I love that. <laughs> I'm not going to name her because I'm sure she's moved on from that phase of her life. So. But we will talk about it in depth later. I have one hair Mm -hmm. on this eyebrow Mm -hmm. that will grow as long as I let it. Your left eyebrow? Yeah. I also get a long hair on my left eyebrow. Yeah. I have to trim it back. I've named her Inga. Oh. Yeah. And I like to just like see how long I can let it go before it just gets too annoying for like daily function, you know? What's too annoying for daily function? How long is that? Like when it's, because it'll start to curl too. So like anytime I am. She's a sassy hair. She is. Anytime I'll emote, 
it'll like tickle my, (laughs) (laughs) which honestly would, here's the deal. Okay. Fact checker loves Inga because he loves any kind of like freakish sort of. He does love freakish things. That's true. Yeah. So he gets mad when I pluck her and have to start over. But that wouldn't happen Mm. if he would just let me get Botox so that I could not emote. Oh, okay. So Hmm. I'm just saying I'm getting solid argument. I'm getting mixed signals is what I'm saying. Yeah, that's fair. Fact checker, that's on you. (laughs) All right. Are we ready to deliver a verdict? I think so. So I've learned a lot because I came in with nothing. Um, (laughs) I've learned a lot about toes today. Well, I was going to say I have. About body hair. In country music. This has been an incredibly educational experience for me. And that as is, our podcast always is. Yes, but today has been Wait, can we get a tax write-off as a nonprofit? Oh my god. Because we're educating the masses. We we really are. We really are. We should be say. on like NPR PBS. or PBS. Yeah. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. So I will say that my experience today mm. is going to also inform. <laughs> Did you just clean your boob? I'm going to hit the button on my flannel. Okay, I can't recreate it, <laughs> but it happens. Anyway. Okay. I'm sorry to steal your thunder. Thank you. I'm just, I'm done now. Okay. I will say that I have learned a lot from myself, mostly not from you. Can we have a recap in terms of... <laughs> Cabernet uh, Sauvignon? Yeah. Where is it from? It originated in France in the late 1600s, early 1700s as a hybrid, and nobody knows why. And what's the hybrid of? Other grapes. Which which specific two grapes? At least two of them. They're literally in the name. The Cabernet grape and the which, Sauvignon grape. What what Cabernet grape and what Sauvignon grape? Cabernet buddy and, and Sauvignon girly girl. It's really a very heteronormative wine, <laughs> which I think in 2022 is kind of, you know, played out. <laughs> I'm going to give you that. Okay. Thank you. All right. What's our verdict? Okay. Wine is not, not guilty. guilty. Not guilty at all. Yeah. This Zach- is delicious and I love it. Okay. What about Zach Brown Band? Not guilty. guilty. Oh, no. Do we have a hung jury here? We have a hung jury, yeah. I forgot to mention we're also the jury. (laughs) That's how real courts work. Yeah. We each have six personalities inside of us, so it works out to be fine. That's fair. No, I I have an appreciation. I it's not my thing, but mm-hmm. like I can appreciate it for what it is. Mm-hmm. And I think that you should be free to enjoy this music on your pontoon boat Don't and suck toes. some toes. Don't oh god damn it. I think that you're just prejudiced against people who have toe fetishes. And who have toes. <laughs> you are prejudiced against toad people. Yes. Yeah, so that's what we do. I mean, that's our <laughs> podcast. I don't know what else to say. We're we're having trouble wrapping this up. Yeah. If you would like to get in touch with us. There we go. Via True Crimes Against Wine, Gmail, also TikTok, also Facebook, also Instagram. Those are all true. You can feel free to tell Rachel how wrong she is about Never. her anti-toe Never. fetishes. And also, we know that the people who protest the loudest tend to be the most enthusiastic when it comes to said fetish. Topher would really appreciate you sending him all of your toe pictures. Honestly, I don't really care. I love seeing different types of toes. They're all like beautiful in their own way. Okay. Also, if you have any questions for us, we'd be happy to answer them in our sidebar episodes and yes. we will even send you a little bit of swag. Yes, that's true. All right. <laughs> well, we're done. Cheers to Topher's toe fetish. Cheers. Bye. Bye.